Hello and welcome to the Tongue-in-Cheek Podcast with the Solomon Sisters. I am Dina. I am Ilana. And we are your pop culture vultures in couture. Tonight we are so lucky to be joined by Meredith, the creator of the Prostitution Whore, the IG meme account. We love this account. So funny. She is joining us tonight to discuss so many wonderful things happening in the Bravo world. From everything from Salt Lake City, who are our favorites, what's our prediction, we get into a little bit of Vanderpump, as well as Beverly Hills, and we cannot forget about Potomac. So let's just get started. We have so much to discuss tonight. Hi, Meredith. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. Good to have you on. It's good to be here. Thank you. Of course, of course. Um, I have to say, just to like start, your like name <laughs> is my favorite meme account name. Like I literally laughed out loud when I read it. Every time it comes up on my feed, it makes me happy. And <laughs> I just want to like congratulate you for your absolute hilarity. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, um, I was looking one day and I found that name and I was like, I got, I got to do it. Mm, you have. Did you always have a love for Jersey? Not really, to be honest. <laughs> well, I was, uh, I was doing a rewatch, so it was top of mind. I like it. It's, it's a classic. Yeah. From all the it kind of devolved though. Yeah, for sure. Um, from all of the shows, do you have a favorite one? Um, I mean, New York's always top, but I think Potomac now has surpassed it for me. I mean, it's just so good. I agree. Did you watch Salt Lake City? I did. did I think that one's my new favorite, like, like not there yet, but the, the potential to be. It's yeah. not quite, like, New York and Potomac for me are pretty, like, smushed up against each other and yeah. I could see Salt Lake City sort of breaking through that smush to the number one spot they're just so good they're so good and they have everything you could want I mm. mean just over the top with everything like Jen is what a housewife should be rich yeah you know crazy hilarious and then Mary I mean oh so god bless me <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I genuinely think that this is the first time for me and some of the shows I watched like as they came out and like and some I came late to the party but this is the first time where I've watched and all five cast members I'm interested I'm excited about I want more from there's nowhere in where I have like an extreme emotion of yes or no there's everyone I'm, I want more from and I have like ooh, yeah. <laughs> you know that excitement <laughs> and I love even it the, even the quote-unquote boring one Whitney is exciting because she was excommunicated from the church for having an affair like you know yes I didn't find her boring I just found like we didn't get enough time with her because yeah. even just like next week when we saw her dad who looks to me like he is in Metallica and you know we just sort of got this um link with her and Heather like I feel there is always something there when you have family 
Yeah. One of our guests once who came on said it perfectly. They said, like, you can't fake the funk when it's family. Like, with the show, with the people, you can kind of, like, put it all on and, and sort of fake it. But once you mix the family in there, mm-hmm. there's someone who really sees you. And I love it. And I feel like we're going to get a lot from that Heather Whitney dynamic. I love that. Uh, that's what makes Jersey so good, too. Because, mm. like, you can't, yeah, when families fight, they fight. Yes, and they do it so well. That's <laughs> <laughs> why early seasons also Beverly Hills was so good. Yeah, Kim needs to come back. He does. Mm. But I think Kathy coming, I heard there's going to be fights between Kathy's husband and Mauricio's. Oh, are they feuding? I didn't I even know. They are because I think Mauricio left his um agency to start his own. Oh, he worked for Kathy's right. husband. Yeah, he yeah, worked. that's right. They said there's supposed to be a lot of fights between them. But oh, I would wow. like all three sisters, like not necessarily full time. I'm totally cool with um Kim being a friend of, but yeah. like I want to see the dynamic I definitely feel like you know someone said on one of the accounts was talking about how like this was gonna maybe it's Bravo Stark side I don't know but someone legit said that this is sort of gonna be the season where Kyle's getting taken down and I think like I would rather see that rather than from like a cast member and a fake plot line I would rather see her interacting with her sisters and her real qualities come out like that would be far more interesting Yes, I'm sick of the fake storylines everywhere. I need, uh, yes. yeah, natural. You know who, though, I felt like had a storyline I wanted to know more about was, was I, what was her name? The girl who came to Jen's birthday party and thought it was Jen's. Oh, Sarah. I think her name was Sarah. Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she should be a full-time hey, cast hey. member. Yeah, there's some, I read some things about her. And I actually, um, when Salt Lake City was first rumored, or when it first came out that uh, Utah was going to be the next one, uh, I started following Sarah because I had heard that she was going to be a housewife. And she's, she's a little kooky. Love it. Um, she, she would message me back and forth, nothing crazy. Like, she was nice. But then I found out that she's a QAnon follower and she spouts all these conspiracy theories. So I unfollowed her and now she's private. So I can't see what she's doing. Oh, she's a little controversial. You know what, but someone having, you know, eggs that have been beaten, if you will, is the type of person who makes an excellent housewife. Like yeah. you can't have someone who is, you know, clear and focused and calm and composed like you need someone who's a little scrambled that is true yeah um and uh that's so that's so weird she did not seem like she went the way she walked in like unsure but still going for the whole song (laughs) was so entertaining i think that and the meatball were my favorite parts of the movie (laughs) i saw a meme that said that she was um that she was also on the oc or or what i didn't know if it was a joke Oh, I don't know. They were saying this was the same girl from years ago? No, I think they were just saying her name because the other girl had the same name. Oh, my bad. I was like, oh, my God. There's the other Sarah told Heather about... (laughs) 
someone eating her birthday cake. I think that was the meme. But speaking of people coming on other shows, did you hear the rumor? Because I don't know if it's true, but I feel like you might know more than us. Um, that Katie and Lala of Vanderpump Rules, who happen to also be of Utah, are going to be making appearances. I heard that. And I am like haven't decided how I feel about that. I haven't heard that, but it would make sense, you know, across over like they did with, um, what is it, Summer House? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But one of the things, oh, sorry. No, I, I love Katie. I know that's, that's a controversial opinion, but I love her. It is. She's always been so kind to me. And so, yeah, and I've, I've liked her. On a personal level. We just know her through the the screen. No, yeah. No, even before I, you know, I don't know her. I'm not saying that, but even before I got to know her a little bit more. um, On the show, I always felt bad for her. Because could you imagine having a husband that does what Schwartz does? Could, would you act normal too? I, I don't think so. I don't know if I'd marry someone like that. Well, you yeah, know what I mean? True. Like, like I, it's hard to, I, it's hard to not think that that's like a dynamic that yeah. they are both dancing that tango, if you will. And because with Katie, one of my things that, in terms of the character of Katie on the show, when I say Katie, mm-hmm. um, that really put me off was as soon as she kind of confessed to Stasi about knowing about the Kristen hookup with Jack. And then I was just sort of like, after that, she sort of, after that season where she did this thing to me that was so like one of the biggest um, offenses to the code, you know, of girl code. And then she seemed to be like the moral police of what it means to be a good friend. But it never came across to me like I learned my lesson and now I know better. It came across to me more like, I've always, I've always been the good friend. And that to me was like problematic for me. Yeah, that is definitely problematic and hypocritical for sure. Yeah. But I mean, everyone on the show is so contextually, I think she should not be getting more um, like shit than anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're all horrible humans. I just love watching them. (laughs) And every time I... Yeah, and like every time I hear, even just today, I I heard an interview with someone who said Katie is so nice. So she might be like this loveliest person ever. So that's why I always like to, when I'm like talking shit, be like, I understand it's like an edited show with an intention and a purpose. So I'm not really talking about her because obviously I don't know her. Yeah. 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 Just like asterisks. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hate me, Katie. I wouldn't mind seeing her on Salt Lake City, but Lala, I don't know. I just can't stand her. I don't love Lala. Mm -mm. So one of my problems with either of them being on the show, even Lala, though she's married to Rand, is that like the thing about Salt Lake City I love so much was it felt like old school housewives where everyone was like really rich, really glamorous, really over the top, into fashion, into being like sort of the ultimate over the top person. And I feel like, Lala has her own sort of take on that, which is problematic even of itself because it seems to be like she's taking from another culture and her representation of herself. But then there's the whole Katie and Schwartz don't really, I mean, I think they live in the Valley, which is fine, but it's like, it's not the same. Yeah, and it's just not the same. So like even seeing them all like, 
interact together unless they're breaking the fourth wall and they're explaining that it's because they're all part of the Bravoverse, it would annoy me. So I'm like, this is not like a natural friend group to the friend group you've just set up, which I love so much. I see that. And the women on Salt Lake are also much older than mm-hmm. yeah. both of them. So it, it, yeah, it's not natural. I love how diplomatically you, you uh, worded that. that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Trained well. <laughs> Um, so my media uh, training <laughs> from the Salt Lake City did you have a favorite person right away or somebody you didn't like at all or are you like Alana you liked everyone I I don't know everybody is loving Heather right now and I just find her kind of dull I don't know yeah. so you know who you don't like not yeah. who you like <laughs> I mean I don't I don't dislike her but, you know, we've got some work to do, I guess you could say. Was there a standout to you, though, someone? I love Jen, and I love Meredith. Yeah. Oh, my God. Meredith was so cool. Think, so, yeah, Jen, Meredith, Meredith and her son. And oh, yeah. Yeah, like Meredith, Brooks, and Lisa, I really want to hang out with. Like, I feel like that would be a group that I'd have a really lovely time with. Mm-hmm. And now that we know Brooks is a designer, I would like to wear his clothes. Yes, yeah. and I would love for Brooks to like hand some clothes over. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can get a Yeah. <laughs> manifest it. And I agree with what you said before about Jen. I think she is like literally the definition of the perfect housewife, like exactly what a housewife should be. Yes. I also think that Heather it's I liked her because I feel like she and I said this um before but I really feel this way is sort of the perfect balance of being in it and she has like her moments where she's getting into the fights and she's engaging and she's not sort of outside of everything but she's also seems a little bit like she's not going to um be unaware of like what's happening around her so I think she might end up being sort of that person that the audience kind of can lean on as like the calming the storm but mary i love because she is the most insane and the more you learn about her and her life and everything in that dynamic i am like i i need more i don't know if you saw the post about the former member and they were saying everything about her but yes okay so you read so i can't even possibly remember all of it but just for our listeners who haven't read it there was a former member who made some statements including the fact that Mary was married for a year before that she left her husband for her grandfather by choice that they there was the mom was so against it she started another church and like essentially disowned them they also exhumed the grandmother's body to find out if Mary's current grandfather husband had murdered the grandmother. I mean, there's just so many layers. Also, it's a cult and they're telling people they're gods. And all I keep on thinking is this woman who there are people- That she claimed- Oh, yes, yes. She stole money and said said that God just redid her face so that she could have plastic surgery. But all this is going, and I'm the whole time I'm reading this, what's going through my head is that this same woman who's a pastor, even though she doesn't like being called that, And at least the cult leader and telling people like how to be better people. That's like essentially what a church's teachings are for to help you be the best person is in a fight with someone because she said that they smell like hospital. <laughs> <laughs> that is the 
think just because if you're thinking about it in the like so many the like the minutia of it. So she said she was getting the odor glands removed or all of that stuff. And that she went through a life death experience, which even if you read in the article, she says was the same thing that was afflicted on her grandmother was afflicted on her. But then you find out it was just the plastic surgery. Like, what is she talking about right now? She's lost her damn mind. I, I don't know. She's brainwashed. It's like the entire plot of a, of a Lifetime movie. And it's a really good one. Yes. I'm invested. I am too. Alana is so sick of me talking about it and I won't really deep dive in. No, do it. Um, Go for it. Nexium, um, like documentary. <laughs> and I watch like The Vow and now I'm on like um, Leah Remini and her Scientology because I'm like yeah. watching it again because it's just so many layers. And when I saw Mary, I was like, oh my God, this is before we get the documentary. It's going to It come. truly is. It's going to be like inside face. No, they're definitely going to be like flashing two scenes from the housewives in the documentary about her church getting taken down because yeah. she truly has set herself up. Like, I think she's going to be the person that is on for a couple seasons. We're going to all like sort of love to hate her. And then there's going to be some trial um, with her and she and her husband are going to go to jail for some sort of like there's white a- collar culty type of crime thing. Right possibly something with a Charles Manson-esque sort of flag kind of umbrella over it. We don't know. We haven't met her that much. But I feel like that's the path we're on. Well, yeah. early days, though. Uncle, so, her son, Uncle something, <laughs> was on wine, on wine with Tasha T. Um, from, um, wait, is it? No, it's not Tasha. It's um, the best sentence I ever heard. Her son, <laughs> Uncle. <laughs> I needed that. I got a really big pimple and it really bummed me out all day. And until you said that, in the utmost of serious, I was feeling low. So thank you. I want to make sure I'm quoting it because I do love her and I want to make sure I'm Tasha K. Sorry, Tasha K. Unwind with Tasha K. And she does these like amazing, she's even the one that like discovered all the R. Kelly stuff. But anywho, she did an interview with him and He's basically saying like all this stuff against her, how she is a cult, how they stole money and all this other stuff. It's such oh interesting. So he co-signed that post, if you will? He is saying this is factual. Oh my God. The title of it is amazing. I think it was the, um, it was on the, it was on Bravo, not Snake. I just want to get the. Snark side? Yes. She, mm-hmm. It was in the stories. Okay. I don't understand like the vetting private, pro- like, like the whole, I don't know what it's called, like the vetting process that um, Bravo and Evolution does with these women. Because sometimes they get on people where it seems like those are the type of people who should be sort of like a Teresa. Like if you're stealing money, maybe you shouldn't put yourself on TV like with like wads and wads of cash. And I'm just sort of like, don't those flags come up in the vetting process? And are they like, okay with it like I think well, that's my know. question I it doesn't seem like they have a vetting process for a lot of people I mean I always wonder do they do like psychology tests on them to see like how cray they are I don't know but I need to deep dive this because I want to know but yeah. uh, I mean with all the tweets the old tweets and stuff that come out I it doesn't seem like they do much you know research before they hire people I feel like it's recommendations and then I do think if they know somebody's going to be controversial or might have a bit of a past they don't mind that because then that just means 
you know, we get somebody like a man. Yeah. Everyone I felt like was talking about her like weeks and we and months before, oh. you know? Yeah. So, and I think they do that purposely, of course. Anybody who decides to have somebody on their show who's literally married to their grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I feel so mean as a person, but I can't even think about her without laughing. Like there's just even her like very weak explanation of that decision in her life when she was sort of like, <laughs> well, it's not polygamy. That just sat with me in a way that I I needed. Like sometimes you just need to laugh deep within your soul where your bones are shaking and it almost makes you cozy and warm because you've laughed so hard. Mm-hmm. And I think Meredith, uh, Ma- sorry, Mary, not Meredith. I think Mary for that. Yeah, she she really brought that. And I mean, when you hear, it's not mean to laugh at that. When you hear somebody's married to their grandfather, I mean, <laughs> I, think See, I, can't. I can't even say, I can't <laughs> even hear it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like we are actually discussing this. Like, this <laughs> no, is a real and honest discussion about <laughs> someone who has, like, at least if you're doing that, like, kind of be like, you know, in the backwoods of it, if you will, like, but you have come center stage, my darling, like. Yes. And there's gotta be some dirt. I mean, she for sure will be on trial for something soon. Yeah, I I see that in the future. And I definitely feel that when the trial starts, we have to all plan to like reconvene and report on it together as a group since we were here at its inception. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There is no way that there aren't some people. I don't know. It's not like obviously DEA, but I don't know the department in the police that like investigates cults and whatnot. But I feel like this is the time when their ears should be like hot, like, hey. (laughs) As I'm deep diving the Scientology and we just had an interview with like one of a police officer, they do not know how to deal with cults. That's what I'm learning. Oh no. Antiquated. Mm. So, you know, she might have a good many years to go. We'll see. Well, I mean, good for her then. If she found a line of work that's going to feed her money for a while, I mean, you can't can't knock a hustler. No. Do your thing, Mary. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for it. Yeah, but I would like confirmation that she was artificially inseminated for her one child because I don't want to think of them having sex. Like, at least if the child came from it, please tell me that it was with the help of, like, science and not that there was something physical there. I I just can't. Because, I mean, just from his point of view, Grandpa, how can you look at a little baby and then she grows up and then you want to have sex with her? Like, no, no. No. I'm pretty sure he was okay with getting with any of the grandchildren yeah that's he what did said. say it in a way that was like i he was not choosy he just wanted one to like sort of raise their hand and be like i'll do it one of her girls <laughs> yeah and yeah. Um, do we know how many sisters she has no i've always no. five but i really just think that came in my head and it has no like there's no ba- like there's no <sighs> to it i just always imagine five little girls and him looking and being like that one it's like a, you know, like a scene in some show where someone goes into a brothel. Like, I'll take yeah, that. One. That's kind of what I imagine. Oh. I feel so bad. It said in that thing as well that Mary was the one who was too being really aggressive with him. But then it also said that she was brainwashed. So yeah, 
I do believe that though, because if she's like a second generation cult follower, so let's just say, because her grandmother was a former leader, and let's just say her grandmother was a kook and actually like brainwashed her whole congregation. It is reasonable to believe that her granddaughter was part of the people brainwashed. That's true. And therefore, it is reasonable to believe that she is actually a very vulnerable and abused woman. Oh God, now I feel Which I don't want to, yeah, which I don't want to like go down that road because I much prefer that she's just in love with her grandpa. Yeah, Yeah, sadly, I would prefer that. Like a granddaddy girl. (laughs) No. Uh, And her eyes, her eyes are crazier than Ramona's. Yes. Oh my God, I love it how I say that my eyes went huge. But yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, she definitely has also like a vacant quality to her eyes. I think, Dina, you said that. And I agree. I really feel like even, I don't know if you watch the Watch What Happens Live special after. I did. Okay. So the whole time, like when Andy was thanking clearly all the girls, for example, and she'd be like on and on talking, like, oh, it's a pleasure. Like it was personally her, like she kept kind of going on and on. It's like, there's six of you. Like have awareness of your surroundings. And she just kept sort of- anyone. He's thinking Jen and Heather right now at this point. I mean, yeah. And like, also I feel like, shout out to Lisa. She is doing the most to stay like part of the group. I feel like Lisa's bringing it. Lisa's amazing, but I do, I can see, and I know we said this on like a past podcast, but I can see how Jen and Heather are going to be like the extreme, like, like I feel like they will be eventually like sided and they'll be the leaders. I just, Mm. that's how we end up kind of going. And I think that Lisa will kind of always be a middle ground person. The thing about Lisa is, is I feel like she's going to get in all of it. Like, I could see Lisa being a secret Tamara. And I don't mean that as a diss. Ooh, I just okay. mean, like, I could, I, I don't mean that as a diss. What I mean <laughs> is I could see her being the one at the reunion, like, calling everything out and not in a sort of yeah. Leah way. Yeah, but that's, yeah. What, you know what I mean? Like, a little more jazzy. <laughs> just picture her, like, Yeah. <laughs> Because she's funny and she's quick and she seems to have a lot of like passion behind her opinions, which I love in a housewife because then that leads them to get to the point of like, I don't want like a raging um, person like Candace from Potomac where she just gets so angry that it blinds her to everything. But I like someone who gets a little bit like crazy for a second and then sort of reels it in and is like, yeah, point taken. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but did her kind of bitchiness feel forced to you a little? I don't believe anyone who ever says they don't know a person. You can be like, I wasn't close to them. We didn't run in the same yeah. group. That part felt like to me for the show. Yeah. But I feel like when I imagine behind the scenes, I imagine someone like lovely, lovely producer James kind mm-hmm. of being in the background, being like, you know, do you know Heather? And her saying that, and she used to say, well, you should just say you don't know her. Yeah. I and her being like, okay. And I mean, then the having show. a great, yeah. Yeah. And I love moments like that. And I think people like James for moments like that. And Lisa. <laughs> Heather and Lisa thing is going to be something very small and then they're going to get over it and they are going to have a friendship. 
I would like to see that. Really, I don't know. I feel like Lisa's gonna be sort of what you said. I feel like she's gonna be friends with everyone and kind of yeah. be involved in it all. Yeah, like an Ashley. Ooh, better than Tamara. Let's call her an Ashley. Okay, Let's... that is better. Yes. Yeah. I see that one. I landed in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> I think that um, Jen and Heather might have a feud. Me too. Happening. I could easily see that happening, though. Mm -hmm. It always I... happens like that when somebody, when two people are so close in the beginning, they hate each other by the end. But also in terms of personalities, what we saw in the first episode, I personally didn't see like their okay yes they both probably love the same thing in terms of like black men and gay men but in terms of like their general personality heather seems like the type of person who might have it all love excess and beautiful things and all that stuff but she doesn't seem like she's over the top and mm -hmm. jen seems like her whole vibe is how can I even take it further over the top? And I could see how like those personalities might end up in conflict. Yeah, I can too. And I think, I don't know anything, okay? This is just conjecture, but I think, so Jen and Heather won't be friends and then Jen will be Queen Bee of one side, Heather will be the other, I think. Yeah. Lisa and Meredith will go with Heather and Mary is off on her own. So I don't know, I guess Whitney will go with Jen? I don't see that happening. I don't know. It's I just completely goes with Jen, that means she'll get in a fight with her cousin because Heather's her cousin. Ah, yeah, so maybe not. So will Jen. Oh, but that would make really interesting telly. It would. No, because you know what? On Watch What Happens Live, Heather said that, no, sorry, Whitney said that all her family is like supportive now of her marriage and everything. And Heather and her had like a little like coo coo kiki kind of moment. So taking your idea, what if we swap the people? Ah. So, so we have like a Lisa Meredith under the Jen yes. team. All and right. then you have Mary and Whitney. And Whitney. Whitney <laughs> under the Heather team. Dina, thoughts? Okay. So I have I do think it's gonna be like Heather and Whitney. And I see I see either it's going to be Jen and Meredith or Jen and Lisa because I, I still have to see how Lisa and Meredith are going to be. But right now, to me, one of them is going to be the middle person who's going to be friends with both groups and go to the side. So okay. I don't think it's in my, the reason why I think it might be Meredith who's friends with everyone is because even at the birthday party that wasn't her birthday party, feel <laughs> about it and like, it's fine, that's what it is kind of thing. And she also just seemed to vibe very well with Jen. Yeah. They both had an air about them that they think. But I think you're right. I think Meredith could be the middle ground person. I, I could definitely see that. And then Lisa and Jen, because they both. Because Meredith's best friend is really Brooks. So like, yeah. you know, like he so sweetly seduced his mother for his father. Like he <laughs> is like the best son you could ever want. He made that beautiful floral coffin. Like he's doing the most <laughs> to be there for her. And I don't feel like you could really get to in the mix with these ladies if you've got like your best friend like in-house. True. I did True. read that Meredith and Lisa are best friends. So I feel like Which I like. Meredith I like that person between each group. Lisa would be them with Jen. Because I also think that with Heather, and I could be wrong, this completely from a like psychological right. yeah. thing of it. But Heather 
she's right now in a new kind of era, right? And she's divorcing. She's ready to find freedom. She doesn't want to feel judged. And we saw from like the first time Jen and Heather are in a room together, Jen is already making criticisms of Heather. Yeah. Says Jen it's true. Tell me what she doesn't like. And if she, like, and I know like right away what's in, like this and that, like she has about like my work about this. Eventually she's not going to want somebody always coming into her place of work and criticizing on national TV. Yeah. She's going to get pissed. Yeah. So that's where I thought maybe she's going to feel like Jen's going to maybe by accident say the wrong thing and be like, it's just me. It's Jen. And then <laughs> no, it is. This is war. no, I love that. I could see it. I, I envision it and I feel strong about it. If you're looking for jewelry pieces to give your outfit a fun personal twist, look no further than Jennifer Zuna. You've seen her collections in all the high-end retail stores such as Neiman Marcus, Bergdorf Goodman, Saks Fifth Avenue, and more. Now get a 20% discount on Jennifer Zuner by shopping directly through us. Just go to jenniferzuner.com and enter our promo code Solomon, S-O-L-O-M-O-N at checkout. These exquisite designs can be seen on celebrities such as Bella Hadid, Jennifer Lopez, and Beyonce, just to name a few. And now they can be seen on you. Just remember to enter our discount code SOLOMON, S-O-L-O-M-O-N, when you check out for 20% off. And you will feel like one of the stars too. But, you know, speaking of crazy women, shall we go over to Potomac? Sure, let's. So, first of all, we've got to ask you, because it's just like the most major question of the season, Whose side are you on? Are you Team Candace or are you Team Monique? I'm sure you're sick of the question, but you must answer. No, no, no. I'm not sick of the question. I just can't. I can't pick. You're me. You're a Karen. I'm a Karen. Yes. Dina's like, it's the only time it's okay to be a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am a Karen for sure. Because Candace was in the wrong. Monique was definitely in the wrong. But I can see both sides. Like, obviously, you shouldn't put your hands on anybody, right? But I can understand the place that Monique was coming from. I mean, her life was a little messy at the time, and then Candace kept talking shit to her, so she blew up, you know? And I definitely think it was also, like, over... Because I don't think it was so much, personally, this season. Like, I feel like what people are looking at is just Candace's behavior on, like, three, four um, occasions this season towards Monique. I mean, people who are Team Candace. Um, and saying, like, no, she walked away. But, like, if you look at all the years we've known Candace. She she's, never walked away. Yeah, she's definitely not one to. She brings a knife to the party. She yeah. literally does that, Dina. Right. And like when your closest friend at a party sees you holding a cup and is like, let me take that, she, you know, yeah, then she also takes a knife at a different point. But like when that's like people's first reaction when you're there, you're not known for like creating a peaceful and harmonious atmosphere. Right. Exactly. Yeah. She's not, she's not calm. She's not one to back down. She instigates and she pushes buttons and she knows exactly which ones to push. And, you know, she goes for it. So she's not innocent. No, I don't think so either. And I feel like, you know, I feel this is a safe circle. But I, I, I did like Candace and I am learning that no one likes Candace. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a hard time. Like when I've come to be like, 
Well, I liked her, and I think even I like Candace. I like Monique when their friendship happened. I was like, love these two together. I'm here for it. Uh -huh. Candace has been making, you know, since she really entered in the scene, some decisions that I was not comfortable with, but I still thought, no, there's some good in you. And now I feel like from all the memes, everything I'm reading about her to the different podcasts, and to really her, she's really making it hard. She really is. Yeah, I liked her for a minute. Um, yeah, like a half a seat, maybe even like two thirds of her first season. And uh, the night where she said that she was famous, and when she walked through the airport, people stopped her. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed, but I stopped liking, like, I liked her for the show. I thought she was great, I thought she was perfect casting at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, but I stopped liking her because I realized like her level of unawareness. Mm -hmm. was gonna be problematic and then like shortly after she had some fights with Chris and sort of we saw within her family dynamic things that made me sort of like okay we're never gonna get a moment where you can look at a situation and own your participation and then this year it felt like that thought came full circle when she sat in front of the therapist and was like I thought about everything I ever did to Monique and I did nothing <laughs> She's so unaware of everything that goes on around her and her head is huge. And she says whatever she's thinking, which is a good quality for a housewife, but not always for a person. No. Yeah. <laughs> then she went on that live that she did and talked about- um, Did you watch it? Yes, I did. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, we actually missed it and heard everything about it but we didn't get to like no sorry we've heard people talk about it, but we didn't get to hear anything about like the details well i don't know word for word but i know that kyle the black socialite um has always had beef with candace and chris so i don't exactly know the nature of that but um she went on live after one of their you know recent and she called him like a fat piece of shit and uh, said, when are you going to die already or something along those lines? I'm paraphrasing again, but um, yeah, she's a horrible person. I yeah. Mean, See, that's the thing. I obviously agree with 100% everything you said. No one should ever, ever, ever. There's literally no justification for violence against someone else. Yeah. But, I mean, unless they're being violent towards you, but that's really not the same anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. but I have no, like, I don't feel anything for Candace, like, like where for Monique, I feel so emotional. I feel like this was a breaking moment for her. I feel like we saw a woman who is was on a break like on the road to a breakdown and in that moment had one of those experiences where she did lose herself a bit and i'm not talking about the blackout i mean it where with karen and her medical stuff but i mean more in the sense of like just like that she'd been pushed beyond what yeah. she could like reel in and i feel so much compassion for her and i i'm actually like not to say i was super giselle stan but i've been like 
super over Giselle this season because of the way she's reacting to Monique and sort of pretending like Candace was this innocent who last season hadn't taken a knife out on Ashley, who Giselle supposedly loves. And like, you know, all these stuff and sort of even, I, I know it hasn't come out yet, but the, for this coming week, the episode where they're showing how everyone's mad at Ashley for making a statement an honest statement to the court about her experience with this woman. Like right. that is making me not like Robin and Giselle because at least in Wendy's case, their friendship from at least how they present it was before the show. So she's standing up for her friend. Her experience isn't like that. I can kind of like whatever. With Giselle and Robin, they've been there with her like boots on the ground of what happened in, in with Ashley and Candace. Ashley more than just like within her rights she her story is compelling because it explains the way this woman behaves and why what happened happened yeah exactly and i'm i'm really so i've been on both sides like in the beginning i was like f monique that's wrong and then i have i gained a lot of compassion for her like you and now i i'm in the middle but i really <laughs> don't like how Giselle and Robin and even Wendy, even though I can see why, are handling this. Like when they had that sit down, how uh, Robin and Wendy just had zero compassion and couldn't, it just don't act like you're a robot. You're a human being. If somebody pushes you to your limit, you're going to react. Mm. Just perfectly. So, I, yeah, I, I'm not liking them this season. No, and Giselle annoyed me so much bringing the security man. Yes, come on. Like, who are you? No, yeah. it, was so, it was so silly. I think that whole scene was, because I think if you think about it, like where if Giselle and Robin and there was really a dinner after Andy's birthday party to discuss bringing Monique down and everything, then mm -hmm. Giselle and Robin are so much a part of what happened, which I feel like they sort of, I've said this in another episode, but I, I feel like they sort of let slip when, they said to Candace, um, we didn't we didn't mean for her to like go to jail and Candace was like, Oh, we didn't. Yeah. I felt like that was a moment where they were like, We've like it's gone too far, like stop it. Like that wasn't where we were taking this. And mm -hmm. taking this to the next level. And I think they didn't realize like they gave too they gave too much power to Candace. She was gonna run with it. She did. Well, have you seen the movie Casino? Yeah. Yeah. I literally this entire season just look at Candace like Joe Pesci in that movie. Like she's small and like she, once you let her out of her cage and you like let her go after people, she will literally grab like a pen next to her and stab someone to death with it. Like she's capable of anything. I and you know, yeah, but like she's really entertaining star of the show star uh -huh. of the movie but mm -hmm. like that's who her character is she's the one that like you don't team up with because there's no controlling it like once you let it out it's a pandora's box of a human like she mm -hmm. i actually the one thing i do feel extreme compassion for with candace is why she's even so entertaining on tv is because she comes from a mother who I personally, with absolutely no medical degree and no information beyond what I have on the show, think she comes across as someone who's been emotionally abused for oh. her entire life by a very <laughs> sick woman. And I think that she is the result of no longer having a sense of how to treat people because she's been mistreated so, so for so long. 
Yeah, that's such a good way of putting it. Yeah, her mom is a narcissist, 100%. Yeah. And she obviously did a number on Candace. So <laughs> she beat her with the dog. I mean, yeah. She beat her with her freaking purse. Oh, when God. she's like, her face just fell into it. I was laughing so hard. How she still has a relationship with her, I'll never understand. But no, but that's such a sign of just, like loving your captor. Yeah, what's that Stockholm syndrome? Yeah, Stockholm, yeah. Because yeah. this definitely brought them together. And you can even see it. Candace seems so happy that her mother is like protecting her in this way and that yeah. over this. I feel one of the reasons she's even maybe going on as far as she is is because she sees that her mother is being so nice. I can see that she wants she wants so much to have that with her mom. Yeah. Do you think it's fair, though, that Candace was able to go on the trip and Monique was sort of disinvited and blackballed? No, I don't think that was fair. What'd you say? Oh, sorry. I just, she oh. looked so sad when, when, when Karen's first telling her and you see her eyes light up and Karen's like, we're going on a trip. Yeah. Like, but you're not invited. You see her whole face go like. Yeah, it's so sad. I mean, and I she, thought she handled it well when she's like, I should stay back here and work on me. She did handle it well. And she played it off really well on social media when it was actually happening. Like mm -hmm. her and her family went on their own cast trip, she called it. Um, oh, yeah. that's so cute. Yeah. I, I love their family. And oh I my love, God, me too. I'm so impressed with her potty training skills. And I just like, I just love Monique. They're, I think she is... I feel really bad for her. I heard a rumor that Candace was going to be kicked off because of sort of the things you were talking about, the problematic yeah, social media. And I really want Monique to have her like good at it next season. Like I want the, yeah. the, the Phoenix rising, you know, the sort of Phaedra moment. That would Not be Phaedra, um, Portia. Yes, yes. She deserves it. I mean, um, she's been through a lot. But back to her potty training, mm. I don't have a child. I have a nephew that I'm heavily involved with, but I, that is otherworldly. How do you have a baby that's not even walking or talking yet do that? She potty trained the bird too. The bird, yeah. I, I have a new puppy and I am really like, we're working on the potty train. He's very good. He's not quite four months. He's like three and a half. Mm -hmm. And he is like 60% of the time doing it right. And they told us you can't even start before six months really to see results. And we are oh, seeing yeah. results. So I am so proud of him. You're he is doing really? so good. <laughs> Such a good boy. But no. Her, her son and her, her bird were probably potty trained before my little puppy. So I'm You're just potty like, trained before most two-year-olds. I mean. Like, please just share your knowledge with us. I literally went to her mommy blog. And I was like, is there anything about puppy training? <laughs> was there? No way. Oh. I made a suggestion. You know how you can make comments and like yeah. leave your email? So I had to sign up for everything, which I was perfectly happy to do. And I was like... I'm potty training my puppy. Any good advice? <laughs> <laughs> Did they respond? I got one of those like automated, like, thank you. So oh, he'll be back. back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was us. It's out there in the universe. And I believe like she's going to personally write back to me. I you did, know. though, 
right it before the episode aired where she was struggling to make her like podcast her live podcast um, huh. have people and I would just thought well maybe you should answer a little quicker and people would pay the big bucks to see mm -hmm. you in person but that was a shady moment that was it was very shady if Candace ends up leaving I think mm. that um, Monique and Wendy will become they mm. for all intents and purposes you know they are they should be friends yeah, they should, well, yeah. the right ver verbiage but you you get what I'm saying they they look like they'd be friends. They're from the exact same area. They're both very successful. They just. And they have like kids sort of going through the same points in yeah. life. So that's always nice for bonding. Yeah. And they had, Monique had Chase and Wendy had Cameron. I forgot her name. Yes. Um, at the same exact time, like the same month. So yeah. yeah, they should be friends. They're both such perfectionists and come from this idea that you have to be everything. I bet they would both like have a good cry together. Really yeah. fun. And I'm I'm excited for that friendship and I feel like it's gonna come next week. <laughs> yes, I love that. I would like to also see them bring in someone who is a better challenger if you will mm -hmm. to Giselle I am a little bit over Giselle I think Karen does a great job but Karen's also sort of kind of gotten into this role of sort of too wise to even play the game yeah. and I prefer someone getting in there and sort of stopping her in her tracks in the last episode they were talking about how i mean karen and giselle about how karen holds everyone to a standard of exposing their relationships that she's not doing with her own but yeah. it, it was giselle right it wasn't it wasn't karen who holds people giselle, giselle holds people to high right that's what i'm saying karen said it to giselle and right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, Karen said it to Giselle and she was calling her out. That's what I'm saying. And But I wish like they kind of ended it a little bit. And I was like, wait, this is something that has been going on across the cast. It's not just in their relationships. It's in everything they do. And even we got Robin puppet piping up, sorry, for a second. And then it just seemed squashed so quickly. And I'm like, I think it seemed squashed. I felt like it came back up and they started about it again I don't feel like it's gonna be the end of it because Karen keeps saying didn't Karen say if you give shit you get shit and then you should either eat shit she said something about she said a lot of shit in this one thing <laughs> <laughs> her confessionals she was like if you deserve shit so I'm gonna like I have to take the shit and then she's gonna have to do it. it was funny anywho I think Karen is gonna be really vocal about this because it's so true at this point Giselle goes after each and every single person, and we know nothing about Jamal. That's so true. Yes, mm. I know about the man on the phone. Like we need to know. I love Karen. We know he's on the phone. We know <laughs> yeah. He's on the phone. Yeah. But I need somebody to do the dirty work too. Like Karen gets in there, and it might not be over yet. But I feel like most of the time she gets in there, but she doesn't follow through. Yeah, thank you. So, so yeah, and she'll so she'll say shady stuff in her confessional. So like, I need her to say that to her face. Yeah, yeah. that was in the confessional. The whole shit thing that was during the confessional. Yeah, and yeah. Nothing yeah. dressed, you guys. Short hair. I no, love that one. <laughs> me too. And I got annoyed when everyone was so like against it. Oh, I geez. just she looked like confection to me. Like I loved it. 
beautiful. Yeah. I mean, Karen is having a moment and we all need to respect that she is in a beautiful yeah. Yeah, I agree. No, but what I think is that, just like one final thought on this, is that Karen knows Giselle so well that you will see her in her confessional responding to something that she wasn't even there to witness Giselle doing, and she knew she was doing it. Like, Karen knows Giselle too well to the point where that's what I meant earlier when I was saying, like, she's not even playing the game. Because rather than using that knowledge of knowing how Giselle's going to kind of map her, her plan of action out, She's instead like, uh, like just like not engaging very deeply and then making us laugh in confessional. And I enjoy all those laughs. But I think like with someone like Giselle, I think her character is starting to sort of almost remind me a bit about um, Sheree when she was like the bone collector. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just either get in everything and be equal much taking it as you're giving it because if you're only giving it you start to sort of not be part of like what makes the show kind of have movement yeah then you're just like a bystander really mm. so yeah i agree with you well we have to ask you because i know we've taken up a bit of your time but we didn't get to ask you in the beginning what made you even start like the prostitution? Yeah. Did you have a favorite like creation or something that where you felt everyone really reacted well to? Because I know we're like obsessed with your creation. <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, it's so funny. You are hilarious. Thank you. You're uh, welcome. No, nothing. Well, I was watching all the BravoCon stuff of the, um, so I started November of last year. Um, and before I started, I was obsessively watching the existing accounts go to BravoCon and all that stuff, you know, missing out on everything. Uh, and nobody in my life watches Bravo. Ugh. So that's annoying. I'm so sorry. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I was telling my husband uh, every day about BravoCon. And he's like, you know what, why don't you start your own account, you know? That was the nicest way of him telling me to stop talking, mm. <laughs> what I like to say. But um, so I started it, and that's really it. Yeah, nothing crazy. Just... Do you have a favorite meme or a meme that, like, maybe like a favorite, um, like, travel celebrity responded to that made you go like, eh. Oh my God. Oh, that's so on the spot. Um, <laughs> you stumped me. I don't have a favorite one necessarily, but um, no, really the only Bravo celebrity that I keep in contact with, and it's not even like on a regular basis, it's just a few DMs here and there is Katie. So, and Jen sometimes. That's exciting. Ooh. Yeah, she's very nice. Is she? Yes. You know, who knows if that, I think that's the genuine her, but she could just be trying to get in you know, on everyone's good side. Like a good edit. <laughs> <laughs> Among but the But I mean, uh, compared to like Erica and what she did to Brands of Bravo, which oh. was so gross, I would rather someone fake be nice to me and yeah. like have that type of interaction because at least then they're respecting what you do and you're kind of um, your power, if you will. <laughs> but then someone who is so disrespectful and especially with Erica it annoys me because she's a creative person to like shit on another creative but you know like I would way rather the reverse 
Same. Yeah. And what happened with Erica was so crazy. Like I actually was coming around to her. You know, her storylines and everything have been boring, but I liked her. Mm-hmm. And then that happened and I was just like done. Like that's not even cute. So similar because I literally went through the same thing. Yeah. Finally getting there. And like last season at the reunion, I wasn't pleased with her, but I was like, no, I'm at the spot. We're in a good place. And yeah. then this season, she just like wrecked everything when she did that. I was like, Erica, we're done. We're done. Yeah. We can't. Sorry, the over her pretty much after like her second season. I just sort of was like, eh, you're not that. Meh. Like, <laughs> meh. you know, but but I don't like her energy like Mm -hmm. I don't know how to say this like I have a lot of people in my life who I love and respect who are very strong women but they have some sort of like vulnerability that they give me in my personal life obviously that like gives me a connection with it with her I felt like maybe just because of the way we know her through the camera all you see is her strength and not necessarily any of her vulnerability mm-hmm. and on a show like this the whole way you know the whole it's a pressure cooker so the whole point is to burst and show your really true self and to to be your most vulnerable raw self and we've never gotten that from her no in fact Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, in fact, I think we got the reverse. I feel like she was more open in the beginning and she sort of like reeled it in. Yeah, exactly. The only time we got any real raw emotion out of her. And to, to that point, I don't even know if it was real and raw, but when, um, who brought up her son? Oh, yeah. And she was like, don't talk he about my son. Ever. Um, 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 the Bravo, the, not the Bravo, the soap opera. Elaine. Um, Eileen. 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 Yes. No. Eileen. 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 David said. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we'll go with whatever. <laughs> <I> li- <laughs> <laughs> soap opera friends. They're yeah. all soap opera stars. It almost like doesn't work <laughs> to say the soap opera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which one are you talking about? But yeah, that's like the only emotion we ever got out of her. I think. Oh, I I thought that was fake though. Yeah, when I watched it, it yeah. felt very forced. It did, but even so, that's like the only time she hasn't been Ice Queen. So, but like when she was saying that Lisa is a sniper, even though she was icy and cool when she said it, she was mm-hmm. saying it in defense of her friend and mm-hmm. sort of talking about like because it was the whole season with Yolanda and the Munchausen and everything, if I'm not mistaken. So it felt like she was sort of coming from a place of protectiveness which made it feel a little more vulnerable a little more like she feels like this person is attacking someone she loves so she's gonna attack back and protect them yeah that's a good point and then I felt like it all sort of like for example not that the divorce felt surprising because he didn't go to her show but uh, like I don't feel like we ever got like ever got anything from the relationship this season I honestly was so over it when her, like, she kept trying to almost justify their relationship and try to, like, make people think of it as real. So it made it feel all the more fake. Like, anytime he'd say anything, and he'd be like, hi, how are you? And she's like, see, this is why I married the guy. I'm like, oh, my God, stop it. Like, he said nothing. All he said was hi. Like, yeah. she kept doing stuff like that. And she'd be like, you get it now. And I'm like, no, I don't. I never did. Like, I think that this was some sort of, you know, 
I think there's love. And I think that there was an arrangement there in which he got a beautiful bride and Mm -hmm. someone to be with him by his side on the occasions that he wanted and needed it. And I think she got financial security and a peace of mind, which is not something she probably ever had before. But I don't think in any moment, this was like a relationship where they like had a flirt and a gab and enjoyed like, you know, a snuggle. Like, I don't think yeah. that, that you, you can picture that dynamic ever. And at least, like, don't come on a show like this if you can't even be honest about that. Oh, Scooter Braun. Oh, I heard oh. that. Yeah. That doesn't work for me either. I just don't see that. I don't see it either, but everyone's saying, like, come on, everyone on the Bravo memes are saying. Yeah. It was, like, narrowed down to him and the dancing in the stars person, but that person I didn't see because he's not that wealthy, but Scooter is. He is, yeah. Maybe. But him I heard in love. No, but I heard that on one of the podcasts, and I can't remember, not this one, <laughs> which one it was, but on one of the podcasts they said, oh, you know which podcast it was? I can actually wait one second and I will give credit where credit is due because I hate when people don't do that. Um, library I just gotta find his face he's my natural platinum blonde he's so funny okay no filter with oh, Zach Peter. Yeah. Yeah, and he said that the rumor was that they met at a sex club oh, oh and that scooter is like known to attend these clubs and that that's where it was so it's not like a relationship where it's like a love relationship it's a relationship where it's like sex relationship and that makes me think even more so that I was right where in the sense of like that the marriage she was in was one more of like a business where they have you know love and an arrangement that might be very kind-hearted and everything but isn't like a physical one so then she could go off to her little sex clubs and have like Hmm. her good times I can see her that doing that me too please let you go which we have had the best time with you tonight oh you're so much fun to chat with Um, you too a little game we like to play it's called crawl text delete you know like F Mary kill okay um we do it with the bravo edition and we'll do maybe a mix of alana salt lake city and potomac okay okay you choose so we'll do Monique, Jen, and um, Karen. Karen, okay. So what is it called, text, and what? Delete. Okay. And you have to say why for each person. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> so call is like a Mary, correct? I would, oh, God. I'm so sorry. I have terrible short-term memory. <laughs> Monique, Oh yeah, that's a phone call topic. Like, hey. Um, I would text. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna have to go with Karen because I know her for. I've known her for longer. You know. You built that. Yeah, we have. You know history. Um, 
And I have to delete Jen. I love her, but you know, it's too new. What I like yeah. to tell all my all of everyone who answers this, they always get really upset with the deletes. You can always DM them on Instagram. Just I like that. Yeah. Okay. Just right. discuss in a different way. The yeah. only problem is if they're like, text me and you're like, uh, that's I don't have a phone anymore. <laughs> no, you just have to lie and be like, my new iPhone update, I lost all my contacts. No. <laughs> and then she's like, here's my number. And you're like, shit. You have to call us right away. You can be like, you guys, it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> But again, on that note, thank you so much. Will you let all of us yes. know where they can follow you and stuff you? Yes. Um, so at the prostitution whore on Instagram. <laughs> the, the best <laughs> name ever. Thank you. Um, and on Twitter, I mean, it's not always all Bravo related over on Twitter, but it's um, at prostitution WHR. Had to paraphrase. Or, <laughs> <no>. Shorten. <laughs> yes, shorten. So that's it. Thank you. Well, everyone, check out her memes and her page. She is hilarious and we love everything you post. Genuinely, we are so excited that you joined us and we are so excited every time you do post something new because it's always funny and <laughs> on point. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. We have to have you back soon. Yeah, just let me know. Before Mary's trial. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you want to follow us across our platforms, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Stylishly Solomon. Solomon spelled with all O's, S-O-L-O-M-O-N. And also on our Instagram, you can find links in the bio to follow us on Amazon and like to know it and shop our looks and find out our fashion breakdowns. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. We always love to hear your feedback. We thank you for thinking of us and appreciate your love and support.